Judge, I am Dan Nichols, the host. I am joined by Brian. I'm the sound guy. I'm important. Sanchez. I will mute your mic. I will do it. And Tim. I'm the research guy. I'm important. Wesley. I'm still the fact that like you're talking shit on the guy who makes this podcast not sound like shit. <laughs> well, no, I make it not sound like shit. You make us not sound dumb. No, no, no. Not talking about me. I just, I just, I got thick skin, man. I'm talking about you just like talking shit on Brian saying, oh, I'm fucking audio guy. It is a podcast, Dan. <laughs> there is only one element to it. It's, it's how it sounds. It's the sound. I don't know. Like, he could just like say fuck it and like, oh yeah, I hit record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God. Okay. So. We ran out of ideas, so we're going to an old classic. B-sides. No, we didn't run out of topics. We're just going to talk about B-sides. We, um, love, we love doing these. We do. Um, we do. If, if you've never heard what, like, one of these B-side episodes before, um, you know, there's, there's always those, like, flagship models of cars that, you know, these manufacturers put out that everyone knows about. Uh, this is a chance for some of the lesser known, uh, you know, lines that these manufacturers put out to get yeah. a moment in the spotlight because um, there's tons and tons of stuff that yeah. gets overshadowed by the big by the big you know, names. by the big big yep. names and stuff so i'm these, these are kind of funnies i like and these. a lot of these you'll notice are kind of the blue collar heroes yeah yep. because the flagship was just out of reach you could have a good chunk of that everything that made that flagship the flagship you could have 66% of it. <laughs> Some, uh, you know? Sometimes less. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. less. Depending. But it, it was always yours. Exactly. So, um, if I'm not mistaken, we're taking it away from America for the first time. Of the ones we've done, this Of the is, ones that we've well, done. we have covered cars in other countries, but... This is the first B-sides that's not American. Yes. We're going to take it to... Japan. And we're going to talk about Nissan. I feel like this is this is uh, my little homage to an episode I wasn't on. It's very true. Um, <laughs> where you guys trashed Nissan. No, no, no. We trashed current Nissan. Fair. Yeah. Okay. Current. None of these. Not previous. Yeah. If None I remember correctly, that was the very first episode. It was of this podcast. Well, I believe it was titled Nissan. We're not mad. We're, we're just, just disappointed. disappointed. Which we could go that. Still. So many cars. Well, and the, yeah. the reason behind that, to give a little bit of backstory on that, the, the reason for that was is that they just came out with what they were touting as the quote-unquote redesign. What was it? The introduction of V-Motion. <laughs> okay, that was it. That was literally it. They put a little chrome bit on the... <clears throat> it's, a square, it's a square V. <sighs> Old Nissan, though, is very good. Yeah. Okay. Yes. The old yes. Nissan is very good. So, um, can I take us back to 1980s Japan? Yep. They are having an economic explosion, okay? They've got all the money coming into their country. As such, the not just the rich and prosperous are able to afford cars because... In, you know, it used to be much like it is in China right now. Um, folks uh, that have cars are typically being touted around. But now, the guy who is restricted to a scooter can now get a car. And not even just a car. 
it happened so quickly that people were able actually to able to afford like a decent car. And as the eighties progressed, the it, it was just it was this arms race. And what ended up happening is is like Nissan would go to Toyota and get one of their cars, bring it back to Nissan, and Nissan would take all the bits out of it and disassemble it and figure out what made it good and then make their competitor, the car that was supposed to compete with them, ever so slightly better. And then Toyota would go to Nissan and get that car, bring it back to Toyota. Toyota would take it apart, figure out what made it better, and ever so slightly make it better. The best example of this, RB26, one Jay-Z. Both in line, six cylinders, both twin turbocharged, both making around the same power, except the, J, the 1JZ made it more predictably and more reliably. So that's where we're at. Tim, take us to number one. We aren't talking about those engines. <laughs> no, we're not talking about those. Anything that has an RB26 is an A-lister. Oh, it just you, is. You know what? We might be talking about RB25, though. RB25? Yeah, maybe. So we are going to 1984, and I actually did put these together in chronological order, so that's fun. Um, Look, I'm Tim. I can do stuff the, in chronological order. The, uh, the first car we're going to be talking about is not the first, but it is actually, it is kind of the first because it is the first labeled S chassis. Right. And that is the 1984 to 1988 S12 200SX. Yes. So it was it was the... It was Nissan. I'm gonna keep calling it that way. By the way, um, how very American. Uh, I know it's very tea and crumpets. Um, it, it was Nissan embracing Nissan embracing their <laughs> the what people had been calling it and what they had called it. It's them embracing that moniker, so to speak, because people were calling the 240Z the S chassis, which was the original S chassis. The Fair Lady. Yeah. But anyways, because it was the S30, this was the embracing of that S. Yep. And this is actually kind of the only one that's really kept it going. But we aren't talking about those cars because those are from... A-listers. From the S13 up, completely yep. A-listers. Wow. Um, so these cars are, are interesting to me, specifically because I, I honestly say that they are Nissan's direct competitor to the Trueno. Why would you say that, Tim? And 11. Oh, weird, because uh, they look identical. Oh, yes. Okay. Um, go on to our Facebook right now. Tim has most definitely put up those pictures, right? Yeah, we'll be... Actually, we're going to try to... For ones like these, we're probably going to start putting them in albums, titling them with the episode, mm-hmm. and then they'll be available. So yeah. anyone going back, listening to the catalog, will have some stuff. And mm-hmm. maybe... Unless you're driving, don't don't look at it. Fair. If you're driving, yeah. maybe I'll go back for or drive old on ep- expert mode because that'd be that'd be kind of nice. Um, so here's what we're talking about: we're talking about power real quick, and then I want to talk um, just about what these cars really are. So again, like I said, they are the first of the S chassis recognized as that. Although there is an S11 and an S10. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah. We're not talking about those. No. So both uh, this car came in a hatchback and a coupe. Um, it was powered by a two a two o liter naturally aspirated naturally aspirated four aspirated yeah it's fair it's kind of like aspirated yeah a little bit mm. uh, making only a hundred and five horsepower angry horsepower it it probably sounded a little angry well because it was the RB twenty wasn't it 
Uh, no, no, no. I imagine this had some previous version, like of an SR. Mm, four banger. Yeah, this is ah, naturally okay. aspirated four. Okay. You did say that, didn't it you? Did okay. Please continue. Uh, or a one point eight liter turbo. The turbo made one hundred thirty five. Angry horsepower. Those ones probably were pretty angry. Actually, at 135 horsepower from a Japanese four-banger then, really not bad. Not bad. Um, Especially I, with the TurboTech of the day. There was I, no ball bearings. It was just... I kind of wish I had the the specs of like the, the Trueno, um, because this is kind of... This is odd to me. We'll get uh, to it. It makes a lot of sense, though. So the, the coupes only ever came with the 2.0. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But with the hatch, getting the 1.8 turbo... I would say that is direct competition with yeah. the 4GE. But here's the thing. That engine, far more tunable than I imagine this one was. The what? The one in the Trueno mm-hmm. in the, the 8.6. Yeah. I would say probably way more tunable than this one. Because this, this car doesn't have a following. This car was oh, honestly yeah. never, never as popular as the right. uh, any But the Trueno came first. Probably. I, I don't actually know. As much as I like like little Hachiroku's man, like... Hey, uh, good with the research there, Tim. Talking about Nissan's motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Front engine, rear-wheel drive. Again, much like that Toyota we we aren't referencing. (laughs) As well as pop-ups. And if you saw this car and you didn't see a badge... You would think it was an 86. You really would. Um, The the coupe, not so much, because, like, the coupes of the of the Corollas did not look like this. But, I dude, these cars are sick. Um... I like it. Yeah, I'm a fan. Um, they're important to me because like, it is that heritage of the S chassis. Right. And what the S chassis means to everyone who likes Nissans. Mm? Or likes Nissans and puts Toyota engines in them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Or else. There have been worse ideas. Yeah. Um, so we're moving on. Uh, we are talking now about the 85 to 88 Maxima wagon. Which we did not get here. God, no. And it's unfortunate because it's way better than the one that we got. Yeah, I. to be honest, the, the Maxim is one of those weird cars where it, in transitioning from Datsun in the States, the cars we started getting did not match the cars that were happening in Japan. Right. And that totally still happens. So... No. To be honest, who doesn't love a wagon, though? Um if you've listened Only to an people episode, people who hate happiness. If you've listened to any of our episodes, we've covered it at least once. I, I like wagons. This this was the the direct successor to the Datsun 810. Um, it was the first model in Nissan's lineup badged as a Nissan. So of that 810 series, hmm. or I think it's just 800 series, it was the first one badged yeah. as a Nissan. So we were getting those first, and then they took it to back to Japan and made it a better car. Gotcha. Um, front wheel, it's front wheel drive. But yeah, a lot of Japanese cars, if not most Japanese cars of the day, were true. Um, powered by three O V six, which actually isn't a bad engine. It I, really isn't. Well, I can't imagine. I imagine it was some version, like early version, of like the VQ, which is fine. It sounds trash, but well, and that that's kind of it's not quite. The VQ, I think that the VQ kind of spawned from it, but no, no, that, it was like a predecessor. Yeah, that that three O um, V six um, is what eventually became the three three in the Pathfinder. If I'm not mistaken, probably. Um, and that three three has a cult following now, 
Um, and the three O still has a cult following and the aftermarket has embraced it because all the SR 20 bits that could be made have been made. It's true. How are you going to sell more parts? Build stuff for other engines. So this one to me, I, I included this on the list because like I've, I've always kind of liked Maximas, but they've always kind of been like, eh, it's just kind of a, a toaster. Right. right. And this one though, man, it's interesting. It is a boxy, like this looks like the true grocery getter, but it's a car that you can add actual style to. Cause you, I'm telling you, dude, you're not taking a Woody wagon. Yeah. And putting four spoke wheels on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to happen. No, um, but I'll tell you this. If the eighties were to res- be resembled in a car, that's it. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. You're pretty much. <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a cool ride. I, um, I think it is personally. I, I do. I'm an eighties kid though. Same. Oh my God, I love 80s cars. Uh, we are moving from the 80s. I like Japanese 80s cars. There's some, dude. I like, I like, I like the third gens. I like Fox Body Mustangs. I like the third gen F bodies. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, see, 80s cars. Okay, one. like <laughs> <laughs> The Starion. Not American. I mean, to be fair, that was definitely released through Dodge. <laughs> yes, Tim. Moving on. Trigger Dan. So was the Plymouth Laser. Yep. Mitsubishi Eclipse. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> we are moving on. We are going to the 90s. Eagle um, Talon. Eagle Talon. Starting an entire company to release a car you've already released. <laughs> <laughs> to be smart. That's a great business decision. That's America. Yeah. So, sorry for the sidetrack. So true. <laughs> How can we make more money? Ooh. Oh, Chevy black. did it with Saturn. Well, God, yes. Anyways, but they take <laughs> uh, another topic, another day. We're skipping to the nineties. Nineties. Uh, it's not too much of a skip. Only two years. Um, this one, this one's one we didn't get. This one is, it is to me, what the Jay Z series is to Toyota. Like this, this to me is Nissan's closest bet to that. Mm-hmm. And we are talking about the Nissan Laurel. The one I picked specifically is from 1990. Um, this is the C33, and uh, this is the. It, this is where I get a little weird because I go into special editions because these cars were released in multiple trim levels, and this is a trim level much. I don't, these trim levels really matter because with these Nissans, it is a scenario where like, if you got like a base model Laurel, you just have a people carrier, but. If you get a, a 1990 Laurel Metalist Club S, you get a, something a little special, and it is not just chrome. Um, yeah. Well, are you taking another stab at Merca? <laughs> because if you're not, I am. Always. <laughs> um, dude, we never got this car. And like every, every time we, we talk about a list in which we're covering something, anything from J- Japan that we didn't get, I'm into it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this yeah. is it, this is powered by an RB25 DE. Mm. No turbo, but 121 horsepower mm. at the rear wheels. <clears throat> by the way, uh, I am now showing Tim a 1990 Mitsubishi Galant. Tell me that's not the same looking car, at least somewhat. A little bit. But... It's a front wheel drive? Yes. Point were, made. <laughs> and, but... AMG had one. Anyways, <laughs> yes, they did. They did. That, and that was all-wheel drive and a VR4. Yeah. 
Nissen. Go. So, um, <laughs> what we got, what we got out of this, because we kind of got this, but we didn't get this. This was this was our Ultima. Oh crap! It was. So instead of the Laurel, we got the Ultima, which we'd had, but when the Laurel was released and it had progressed, it continued to be the Laurel, and ours just was the Ultima. It was the the reason I compare the two is because it was the same price, right? So it was yeah. the car that jet that, that Nissan figured Americans wanted. Yeah, and I we mean we one. got the RB twenty five with it, right? No. Oh no, that's right. We don't get good things. <laughs> no. Um this this was a direct comparison to the Cressida. Oh yeah. So the JZX series. And yep. so like I've I've seen somebody drift one of these cars like in Formula D Japan. It's like of the same model year and it's like yeah. absurd. Like yeah. people are drifting like JZX 100s and shit and this thing just looking the age that it does cuz it's still super boxy. Mm-hmm. It's it's cool over fenders, giant wheels like yeah. slammed. Had a little bit of bazooka a bazooka style. Yeah, had a little <laughs> bit of a bazooka style uh, tailpipe. It's sick. Uh, I wish we'd have got that. Um, there is one currently in Austin. Like I said, dude, they're 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 getting us back for the bomb. <laughs> Taking it to us, man. They are. Uh, we're moving on. 1991, just just one year away. Complete facelift. <laughs> this this to me is where things make a, a huge change for the B sides of Nissan. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we actually got another. Another real like consumer version of a rear wheel drive vehicle from them, because the Z is not a B side. Mm. Um, so right now we are going to move to the 1991 Sentra SER B13. Mm. So this car, man, this car was the sleeper car. Oh god, yeah. Well, the Nissan Sentra, the what 91? Yeah, 91. Look at the 91 Nissan Sentra. Look, in 1991 all the way through like 98 when all of them broke down in the states, um the, the they were everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. If the 90s were a car, that would be it. I struggled to find a cool looking one. I really did. Yeah, it, but you know, you almost Again, got there. Sleep well sleeper, <laughs> right? So this the the image I chose is honestly just a, a front lip. I don't even think it's an actual front bumper, might be. Uh and a very Sad looking spoiler. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna point that out, <laughs> but uh, I'm pretty sure it has a carbon bonnet as well. Uh, That's but the Fast and the Furious special. Yeah, they had it, that it is $3.99 at the local store. So, a lot of people see the center as like your average bland compact. Right? You know why? Because America, it is. it is true. But we did get the SER. Did we get the same SER? We did. Really? Yes. More than once. Yeah, no, I know in later variants yep. we did. Uh, so the SER, it honestly hides a secret, man. Uh, the It's originally powered by a 2.0. It's it's an SR20D, not a turbo, but yeah. it is an SR20. I know, right. Dan, you do not like this engine. Well, but, you know why? But what can you do with this engine? Make the front wheels light on fire. You can tune the shit out of an SR20. In a front-wheel drive car. So here's the deal. This, this car wasn't for us. But at the time, what was everyone doing? Drag racing. Mm. This and what was everyone who and was Japan. drag racing? Right, everyone who was drag racing. What were they? T- what were they? What were they putting up against everybody else? Starts with an H, Dan. You hate them. Honda. Yep. This was the sleeper. 
Yeah. Civic killer. Yeah. And for that, I'm, I'm okay. Well, and shoot, uh, at the time, drifting uh, in Japan was still kind of the... It, it was just buddies going out and doing it. It wasn't yep. really recognized. And they were running the toge. The, yeah, and this is the... Um, this is the era of the HKS skylines yep. that were just annihilating track records, the drag race track records. They, it, drag racing was huge in the 90s in Japan. Yeah. Huge. It's actually still really popular. but It is, it, but it not as mu- it, it's not the what would what would be considered the pinnacle and what everybody wants to go see. No, it is it is definitely a like club culture and they're on strips. Right. And it it's I would liken it very much to 1960s America drag racing. Sure. Everybody and their mother wanted to do it. Everybody and their mother wanted to go see it. I've actually seen a bunch of videos of American like left-hand drive cars in Japan on drag strips. Yeah. It, well, we we import their cars. They import they ours. No, look, yeah. if we have a listener in Japan right now, we need to talk because I will send you all of the SN96 with the V8s. I'll get you the GT models. You send me one. One R33 GT, <laughs> ST, or GTR. <laughs> GTR, I will send you five Mustang GTs. <laughs> I'll do it. Please continue, Tim. So we're moving on. Uh, so that, that to me, like I said, this is where Nissan gets a little weird because the <laughs> the hero yeah. cars, the hero cars like really kept going. So yeah. we still didn't get a Skyline. Um, we kept the Z forever, like 300 ZX. I love that car, mm. but... Yeah. Well, it, the, the uh, 300 ZX, the last one that we got... Lamborghini used the headlights for it in the Diablo. A lot literally, of people literally grabbed the headlights, and it was put into their supercar. But we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Apparently, uh, <laughs> um, so it, it it gets it gets a little weird. But we're moving to '93, and it's even weirder. <laughs> well, this is when Japan was really trying to make their own. You know what I'm saying? I would agree. I would say that this is where they are, they're producing vehicles for themselves, but mm-hmm. exporting them to the rest of the world. Right. It, it's, it's one of those, like their cars tried very hard to resemble American cars up until this point. And then they diverged and they've never really come back together, except that maybe we're going to their styling. I'd say Just that. Just putting that out there. I would, I would absolutely agree with that. Has um, anybody seen a Ford Fiesta? <clears throat> the Malibu, Ugh. like, it's still a giant car, but it's it's very. I would say it's very styled. That yeah, is oh, not God, American. Yeah. Oh, it absolutely is. But the Malibu makes me sad. Me too. Ninety three. Ninety three. Mm. I had seen this car once. I'm pretty sure it was in an import tuner. Oh God, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm looking at it right now. Yelp. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually a new one. Like somebody found this, restored it, and we'll put that image up. This is the Nissan NX two thousand. We got them. We did. This is, yeah, this is one in America. Yep. Um, it's a weird little car, man. It's like, so weird. It is a hatchback coupe with optional tees, because who doesn't like letting the hair blow? Yeah, why not, man? Brian. <laughs> <laughs> well, and let's keep in mind that this is in 93. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't like wind through their mullet? 
Fair. <laughs> or or, the, or those those uh those feathers that you're running. Oh God. <laughs> um, or a perm. Who knows? Uh, dude, the NX2000 was definitely built to compete directly against the MR2 mm-hmm. and the Del Sol. Oh yeah. And what did those cars come as options? The T tops. Yep. And hatchback. And a hatchback. Um, MR2 is a little different. Mid engine. No, mid, that, that, mid-rear, but I'm but, saying the T tops from the MR2. Yep. And then the the Targa yep. from. Yep. But uh, dude, <laughs> the highest end of this car was fitted with an SR20. Yeah. Turbo. Yep. No, yeah. of course not. Not not in the states. Only referencing the states for the cars are in the states, or states or Canada. So we didn't get a turbo version, but it's still an SR20. There's a DE, right. fine. It's Fucking the, Australia did. Same. Australia also got Skylines. Skylines. Um, Bastards. <laughs> just kidding. We love y'all. We do. Yeah. We do. You are our kin Australia. in the gearhead world. You really are. They have like burnout races. Yeah, fan. You don't get to win unless even, your tires are on fire. Not, even, not only do I applaud it, I endorse it. It's not even like this not, message is brought to you by Dan, paid for by the Gearhead Alliance. Dude, it's not even like it's not drifting. It's like we're racing, but your yeah. tires have to be melting. Yes. Um, this is the same engine out of the the uh, Sentra SER, which is sick. Mm-hmm. Um, this car would really turn heads if you were driving one, and I kind of want one now. Because it's so fucking odd looking. It, it's a bulldog. It is ugly. Yes. But I kind of want it. Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Moving forward. Mm. 1995. A lot happened in 95. I feel like this is important. Most people will see this car as why. Why would you choose this vehicle? Especially because you've already had a Sentra on the list. Mm. Uh, but we are talking about the 200SX again. Mm. I'm actually one of those people wondering why we're talking about it. I'll tell you why. Because this is where it got really bad in the States for it. But we got an SER. Yeah, we did. Right? So it's not the same car it used to be. Nobody bought it, but yeah. <laughs> it's, it's true. I would like to find a, a, a clean example of this. It would be, it would be nice. I would, I would gladly drive this weird front little, weird little front-wheel drive car. I know. Uh, 95, the 200SS was brought back. Um, in name, it's the same, but it, it's nothing else. It is such an odd vehicle. It looks like it should have a hatch, but it has a trunk. Um, it's front-wheel drive, powered by an SR20. It's still a DE. Yep. Making 140 horsepower, though. It, I mean, it, you, yeah. But then you had to listen to the sound of an SR20. I, I appreciate SR20s, Dan. They sound like freaking Hondas. It's fair. Uh, again, do. again, another Civic competitor. True. So it didn't really matter because you're lining two lawnmowers up against <laughs> each other. I mean, like, I don't, I kind of don't know if fans ever actually watched the, like a tuned Civic drag race and how hard those scream, but I feel like he has and he's just like, no. I, I was actually at, no, and I'll, I'll tell you exactly what my beef is. Um, I was at a drag strip during a, import grudge night down in San Antonio Raceway. And I swear to God, I almost lost an eardrum because I wasn't ready for this thing to just fucking... 
It, I, and it was so loud, and it was so appalling, can we, so offensive. Can we it's, find an, like an actual engine sound and put it in there instead of Dan farting from his please mouth? Please do. Please do. <laughs> you won't be able to tell the difference. Anyways. <laughs> so hang on, right? So yes, you almost lost an ear, but I like this car, dude. This car to me is is super weird because... It actually looks more interesting than the Centro. It only it came does. out a few more years, it, it a few years earlier. It does. Does it look good? No. Not really. <laughs> no, absolutely The not. one I found, the image I found that you will see on Facebook, it's solid. Like, little lip. I looks like stock rims. Yeah, it looks good. Hood scoop. Smoked headlights. Yeah, it was about to it. say. It's got some It's not headlights. over the top or anything no, no. like that. And like a lip. But literally, the it looks like it's a hatchback, like the original version has a trunk. Yes. We got these here. We did. Um, we're moving on to something interesting. Can I, real quick, ask you something? Why did I put this on here? No, 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 no. Okay. Um, no, I know why you put this on here, because nobody knew about it. That's, um, that's what it says. Yeah. Um, no, I want to talk about uh, the 240SX and the 180SX. Do you consider those A-listers? S-chassis. I'll, were, I'll give it to you. They okay. were they were Sylvia's everywhere, like in Japan. Yeah, S14s, S30. Yeah, okay. Please continue. Well, but we got the KA, which was a crap <laughs> truck engine. Damn. Who wants an SR20 now, Dan? <laughs> LS the world, bruh. They fit. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they, there's a conversion kit you can get for like <laughs> 300 bucks. Probably less. <laughs> uh, so we are moving to 98. Um, this one is a weird one. I personally did not know this car existed. Had this car ever been in a video game? Yes. Turismo, right? Gran Turismo, all yeah. of them, and all of the Forzas up until like four. I'm not going to lie. I think I stopped playing every time I got the GTR. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think I made it to GT class that I would have gotten this car. Yeah, right? It's like class, it was like class S. <laughs> I don't uh, but we are going to be talking about the 1998 Nissan r 390 GT1. Mm -hmm. You may be questioning, why have you included a homologation race car on this list of B-sides? Because nobody knew that it existed. Dude, this is a bonkers car. This car has parts from multiple Nissans off the shelf. It's a, it's a parts bin car. Yeah. And they're, me personally, I don't find a problem with it at all. Same. This car is wild. It does not look like exotics. Um, it does, but it doesn't. The closest thing that I would put it to is the McLaren F1, and it's not even that. Or maybe the um, Mazda 13. Uh, A little bit. The yeah. Their 13B. What, what was their race car? 787. Yeah. Thank you. So this to me, it, it literally looks like <laughs> someone saw those exotics and was like, yeah. We I can do that. Yeah, I want to do that. Yeah. And I'm cool with it. Mm. Um, before the R35. Right? Mm. Nissan did have a supercar, and this is it. Yep. So right now, everyone sees the, the R35 GTR as, as the their only supercar. supercar that Nissan has had. Right. Not true. Granted, this was a homologation race car. Sure. It had no amenities. <laughs> no. Um, but I'm really including this is because this cost a million dollars. It did. It, I, I imagine that I want only to say it was carbon fiber, but I, I want to dude. you know that the only people that they sold these homologation race, race cars to were people that like took them on loan and then sold them back to Nissan so they could race it. 
Oh God, yeah. Uh, dude, this car is wild. Mm. 3.5 liter V8, 550 horsepower. Yeah. And in a car that weighs less than a mailbox. I could find curb weight, but I imagine it's, it's somewhere. It, it can't be much. It doesn't weigh much. I love this car. And it also wasn't entirely successful, successful in racing. Oh, no. It, it wasn't. No. It, it, it just wasn't. I, I feel it would be fair to say that the Prius GT car that they're running in Japan right now, probably more successful than this. Dan is upset. <laughs> of course you would bring up the Prius, Tim. Dan can't even look at me. <laughs> no. I'm not I mean, is he wrong? I Nobody don't. asked you, Ryan. Thanks, Peanut Gallery. <laughs> I, I mean, like, I don't, I don't watch GT racing, so like, I don't know, but I have seen... I love GT racing. I have seen that... Dude, you've seen that Prius. I have. That Prius is wild. The wheel wells are nearly cut to the hood. It Skiddly is, freaking D. It is slammed on the Skiddly ground. D. It's the coolest Prius I've ever seen. So fair. It's pretty it's, awesome. That's a really low bar, Tim. It's fair. It's fine. It's a fair point. It's a very low bar, but it's still pretty badass. We are moving on from race cars to Go something away. we have actually talked about before. Yes. We are talking about the 1998 to 01 Nissan Stagia. Yes. They actually had a special release of this car. Did you know that? More than one. Well, no, I'm, but the big granddaddy, are you going to talk about it? Potentially. Okay. We are talking about the Stagia 25T. RS4S. RB225 DETT or DET? DET. One single turbo. turbo. Uh, but this is the WC34. Is it 34 in there? Interesting, right? Series yeah. 2. Mm. It's another Nissan wagon. God, who loves wagons? We do. Uh, ew. Although the back end does look like a Volvo. I'm cool with it. I, I'm okay with it too, personally. I, mean, I, I love Volvos. They're Same. just so ugly. They're cool. Yeah. Into it. I want yeah. one of these things. Yeah. Hell yes, dude. Yes. Yes. Look, we, we, I really we covered bad, this. I, I really bad want an R33 uh, GTST. A very close second is a Stagia with the, if I could get it with the RB25 DETT. I would, like, I would like to see you mount a front cut from an R33 to one of these. Yeah, damn right I would. We will get there. Yes. Um, this Godzilla, this is Godzilla in grocery getter's clothes. Yeah, no, it's, it is, it is Godzilla in sensible slacks. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. exactly what it is. No, I want to see Godzilla in, in dress pants. Yes. Um, Somebody make that. We never got this. We never got this. No, we didn't. Why, Tim? Because we don't get nice things. And Japan's getting back at us for the bomb. You gotta stop saying that. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get us but in trouble one day. No, here's the thing. Please continue. I'll, I'll, I'll continue on. All right. Second. You're right. Powered by an RB25 DET mm. single turbo. That T does, in fact, stand for turbo. Yes, it does. Uh, making only 110 horsepower. Well, Right. Small turbo. It's tiny turbo. It's it did very tiny, like five pounds. Right. Um, this <laughs> <laughs> this car... An old age turbo, too. True. Yeah. This car has received one of the you know, most interesting front-end conversions of all time. Why is that, Tim? Because the specific model we are talking about has been modified to fit a front cut from an R34 GTR. Mm. Yes. 
you didn't actually speak on the special edition that I was going to talk about. This is a this is a special edition. No, that it, it is. One. But mine was more mechanical. It still kept the. Of course. It, uh, it still kept all the body paneling, except it had a front lip for aerodynamics and a pretty gnarly spoiler on the back. I only think that there were actually that top one. I think is the yeah this guy right here. I think that's the one that you're talking. Yeah, but. It came with an RB26 DETT. It was an actual GTR Skyline Godzilla insensible pants. <laughs> it actually was, like, very much so. I think that was the facelift one after this. It, it was the, it might have it was been. the ugly one. It might have been. Yeah. But this car's cool, man. I don't, it it like, is cool. This no, might I, I, be one of the coolest cars on this list. Hell yeah. The GT1 is all wheel drive. It That's is all wheel drive. Yes. The the GT1 is amazing, but like in a toss up where like you have a Volvo S7 or yeah, Volvo S70R or a Stagia. Stagia. I don't know. Stagia. I mean like I love that S70R. There was one for sale in Austin. Yeah. It got sold. I still want the Stagia. Too bad, Dan. We never fucking got one. They're legal. 98. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> soon. Not soon enough. Damn it, Nissan. We are going to the, the early 2000s, and that is, in fact, where we will stop outside of potentially some honorable mentions if anybody has any, but we mm. are talking about another Sentra. Yep. We are talking about another SER. Uh-huh. This one's special. Yes, it is. This is Spec V. Uh-huh. So that B15. Mm. This was the age of the Fast and the Furious. Yes, it was. And it, from the factory, looked like it. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm really including the Sentra because you could use this car in Need for Speed Underground, too. Yep. It was one of the first cars, actually. Yeah, I think so, too. Yep. The cars that I never can part with. Yeah. Even though, like, I know I should because it's like, I just need room in my in my garage. I got to get rid of this car. Yeah. Never do. Never do. You well, stop because you st- it started. That was the one that started you on your yeah. journey. I agree. And you had to keep it. For sentimental reasons. Even though you stopped modifying it and five cars ago. Yeah, yeah. and you you haven't used it for a race since like the first like five races. I actually think this was only in Need for Speed Underground and Two. I think that it was never yeah. in another game beyond that. Well, because it was It makes sense. It, yeah. <laughs> um I tune the shit out of this car in those games, dude. Like it was a it was a cool car, but like mm-hmm. I said, five car like five cars in, stopped tuning it, and then it just kind of sat around the garage, never yep. played it again. Yep. It is another front-wheel drive. Um, this one does break away from the SR20, though. Um, mm. This is the QR25DE, 175 horsepower. I, I mean, I have seen these race Civics. I have seen these race yeah. plenty of other front-wheel front mm. drive vehicles. I include it on the list because nostalgia. Yeah. Well, it... Look, so... Um, 04, 05? This was 06. 02. Yeah, no, I was part of a car club sure. at the time. And um, we were buddies with another import car club. And uh, their, what do we call them? Like the, the main guy who made it, uh, he had one of them. Apparently, those things came with forged connecting rods and crank. And he turboed it running, I think he was running just a modest like 12 pounds or something like that. And 
didn't have to touch anything except obviously injectors and yeah. like that that sort of supporting mod stuff, but didn't actually have to touch internals. Which I so mean, that's forward thinking on Nissan's part. Yeah, and I appreciate that Nissan. Nissan, can we go back to that, please? Nissan. Yeah. So the I mean, still I, disappointed. I put, I put Not this, angry. I put this list together because I really view these cars even though a lot of them are front-wheel drive, even though a lot of them are ugly. Mm-hmm. But there, there are B-sides. And if you think about it, B-sides that we've done in the past, we have included a lot of front-wheel drive cars. We have we included have. the first American front-wheel drive car mm-hmm. on a list before. And yep. so it is, it, is a, it is a part of our car culture that mm-hmm. I don't think we really pay much attention to. Good, bad, or indifferent. All it three is. of us drive front-wheel drive cars. <laughs> No, it's yes. very true. <laughs> yes, because yeah. it, it it is just where it went. So like yeah. in the in the '90s, that's when shit fucking went that way, and mm-hmm. it's fine. Um, I like being, I like being kind of dragged on all four wheels instead of pushed or pulled. So I mean, it's a scenario in which Nissan made a few of those, but yeah, I agree. And look, front wheel drive cars used to be. Sketchy whenever you put horsepower in. Torque steer? Torque steer for days. But <laughs> crossing three lanes of traffic. Yeah, without turning the wheel. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the thing is, is that there has a, tech has come so far that nowadays there's not too many cars that torque steer that bad. You know, using equal length drive shafts and doing Tuning this to suspension, suspension yeah. and did this and did, did that. Uh, modifying the ECU that at a dig you don't get 100% of the the power until the computer's positive that you have grip. The, it, it's it, a lot of this little mechanical wizardry that's happening that actually makes it work better. Anyways, um, <laughs> final thoughts. Uh, there are plenty of other cars on there mm. on that list that we could, of course, go over because lists we've done in the past have yeah. been quite lengthy. And but. I would actually say that the 240SX was a B-lister because we got that KA from the... Oh, you know what? The Nissan pickup hard body. Of course. The who, Nissan, I, who, did, doesn't, who doesn't love the Sunny? Exactly. But I don't and, like trucks, so that's why it's sitting in the honorable mentions. <laughs> well, here's the thing. The, they were called the hard body over here, but they were the Sunny over there. Yep. Those came with... It, it wasn't an RB series of engine, but they got a, an inline six. No, they, it wasn't in the. It was an RB twenty. Sure, non turbo, obviously. Why would you need a turbo? But there's enough room for uh, an RB twenty five DETT. The Sunny that can fit the the Hakatora, Yeah, that can only fit an SR twenty. No, later on, the okay. later on Sunny is like eighties, early nineties for sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, the, I do like we, I we do call like them those the hard bodies. I do like those little little Nissan pickups because uh, yeah, but they, they mini, were truck, mini trucks, right? They I'm were into that mini trucks. My uh, grandfather had one. Um, I think it was an extended bed. Um, thing was cool. Right. We we didn't get the inline six. What he had was that three three Nissan, sure, three point three liter V six, which was a good engine. It really was. It's like that VQ. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Whatever. Who cares? There, I don't know if there is another car that sounds worse with like a straight pipe than a VQ. Yeah, you do. Nope. Don't even say SR20. I'll punch you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody heard that. <laughs> Anyways. Brian, Look, you got one? 
You know any any final thoughts? No, I think I think we've we've covered them, man. Yeah, Brian, so, Brian just burnt orange three fifty Z. Yep, burnt orange three fifty Z. I wanted one so bad, yep, man. To this I wanted day. one so bad. Um, I still, still kind of do. Oh yeah, I saw one the other day. I was like, yep. There it is. Yep. So Nissan. Once upon a time, you were able to make cars that made our giggly bits like happy. Even the not so great ones. Even the not so great ones. Even the ones that were hideous. Yep. Even engines, four bangers that sounded dreadful, <laughs> still made us excited. And yet, CVT transmissions or transaxles across your line with maybe double digit horsepower getting to the wheels. What in the. I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. Hey, and man. until you can get your shit together, <laughs> I'm Dan Nichols. I'm Brian Sanchez. And I'm Tim Wesley. Now get out my grudge!